0: Hey, everybody, it's Kenny, aka We See Baby, and we're back with another episode of the Friends of Flavor podcast, the podcast about finding yourself within your friends while BSing along the way. And today is the Swole Mates episode. I got my Swole Mate with me. Um, no, not David. It is the wife.
1: <laughs> Sorry, David.
0: Today's episode is going to be about us and our fitness journey and our trials and tribulations with uh fitness so far so stay tuned Today's sip of the show is something not alcoholic. Uh, I'm drinking a Valerian root tea that my cousin gave me or recommended that I drink. She's a nurse, so she's kind of smart and knows what she's talking about. It's really like for a sleepy time tea, but it I don't drink it all the time because it makes me uh, poops.
1: I don't think they need to know that.
0: Yeah, you never know.
1: Loose booty we see.
0: Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I wanted to do this podcast kind of, <laughs> actually, it's had a, a terrible time to do this podcast because we have I haven't been to the gym myself in like two and a half weeks. I don't remember the last time you went, actually. Uh,
1: before the 4th, so it's been about a <laughs> month.
0: And beach season is over, so I'm done with it. Not really. I need to get back. Um, so we'll start to the beginning of where it all starts mm. as a child. Were you pretty active as a child?
1: Yes, I was. Always played outside. Of course, you know, we didn't have all these electronics like kids do nowadays, So we stayed outside a lot.
0: We, for the most part, stayed outside too because we, I mean, we did have like Super Nintendo and stuff like that. But I think me and Joe, we always rode bikes and, you know, we couldn't drive. So we literally rode our bikes everywhere. So that was kind of like our exercise. And we also used to walk everywhere and... We played basketball. Did you dabble in sports?
1: Yeah, but not the proper way. I guess you would call it more like street ball and stuff like that because we're not really, you know, familiar with the actual rules and stuff. My childhood friend, Molly, that who I just recently reconnected with, she lived across the street, and they had a basketball court, but we didn't have, like, concrete. So, we had to play on just hard, like, just dirt, you know? Mm-hmm. So, with, you know, with that, you can only, like, we just shoot hoops and just really play horse or whatever. Not I don't I didn't really know how to play, like, one-on-one basketball or anything like that.
0: We never played one-on-one. We always played a game called 21, and it was always, like, a free-for-all game. But I remember we had a friend, too. He had a basketball court in his backyard, and it was dirt, and, like, the floor wasn't even even. It'd be, like tree roots growing out of the ground, but we yeah, we played quote unquote street ball too. So I mean it's not like anything I'm not
1: ashamed of it. I'm just yeah. saying like I didn't we didn't have like concrete or paved basketball courts like kids do nowadays or when you live in a subdivision, you know, you just play on the streets. But yeah, it was just shooting hoops and um we played I guess it's flag football. Hmm. Um we did that a lot during, like, the summertime. We would, like, get together and, you know, form a team and play, fla- like, you know, I guess it's just flag football, but, like, once again, I don't really know the rules, so yeah. a lot of it is just tossing and catching and, I guess, trying to snatch the flag. We also played, um, I mean, we call it baseball, but we literally just use a piece of stick, like the bat and then we played with the tennis ball
0: i mean they actually had a have a game called stick ball oh yeah yeah it's it's something very similar i guess
1: yeah and so we didn't have like real baseball gear except for some people might have like the actual glove but we always hit with the tennis ball and you know that's real bouncy so it always goes really far but as far as the bat it would always just be like um I mean, I don't even know. Like, it's not a four by four because that's too heavy. But I guess you know, like maybe (laughs) like
0: like a plank or something like a yeah, a pallet board or something. Yeah,
1: but it's it's more. I don't know. It's more like even, Mm -hmm. and it has a very like you know, I guess it would be a little bit sturdier than a two by two. It could be a two by two. I can't really remember. I mean, as a kid, I mean, (laughs) it was just a wooden. Everything's big. Yeah, it was just a wooden stick, and that's what we would use as our bat. And um, but yeah, we were. Always super active. I mean, we played all kinds of sports that just weren't really, you know, by the book per se.
0: Mm. Or per, or uh, for a school or team, I guess.
1: Yeah. It was just at home with the kids in the neighborhood. But we rode bikes. We played marbles.
0: Yeah, that was a thing. Marbles is not really like a physical activity, though. You're just playing with your fingers. It is when
1: you play outside in 90 degree weather.
0: I mean, I guess you're sweating. <laughs> Uh, When did you stop being as active?
1: Well, I've always, you know, I've always been a tomboy. I feel like I still am a tomboy, but I became less active, I would say, probably um, middle school. I Mm. think that's the age where you kind of like try to fit in or be a girl. You know, you want to look pretty or act pretty or whatever. And um, I mean, we were active during like PE because you had to dress up and Participate for a grade, but other than that, like being home and stuff we we weren't really as active mm-hmm. except for maybe like during our new year's you know that's when most people get together and play like outdoor sports and stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm. I always remember growing up, even into my teen years, I stayed pretty active, and I actually did you know lift weights and stuff uh My dad bought me a bench set when I was probably in junior high middle school and i guess because i wanted to be not the shrimp you know not a wimpy kid And maybe that's why i'm like kind of still into fitness because it started so young you know but i do remember almost killing myself and i'm thinking i got so lucky because i i was i was doing i forgot what i was doing It was either like barbell squats or like shoulder press or something and i guess the weight was too heavy for me and once I got to failure, I about took my own head off because it just, you know, kind of dropped on me. Did and
1: you? I, were you alone?
0: Yeah, I was in a backyard, and I, I pretty much almost decapitated myself. But I got lucky, and it just kind of dropped behind me. Uh, yeah, that would have not there's, been. There's been. Have you ever been through that? Where it's like, there's been so many times where you're like, "Wow, I escaped death."
1: No, <laughs> really, not really.
0: I I go through st- times like that. I'm like, man, I probably could have died like that. Somebody's watching after me.
1: No, I was smarter than that. So.
0: <laughs> I guess I'm not. I guess I guess now that we're older, we we're realizing that you know I'm not this young kid anymore. And with our line of work, you know, you sit and you do nails, and you know, I got a desk job, so we're sitting for the majority of the day and. That's definitely not good for our lower back. Um, would you say that's that's one of the main reasons why you want to be more active as an adult?
1: Yeah, because I've never really um, I've actually never really struggled with weight gain because I'm the opposite. If anything, I have trouble gaining weight. So I was never really into working out because I always felt like, you know, people's like you're skinny, you don't need to work out. But I do it, yes, for the, I guess, mobility and flexibility that Mm. you get from working out because we do sit in, you know, really strange positions when you're doing nails. You know, you're always hunched over, bent over, like, and it's not a job that you can sit with good posture because there's just no way to do it. It's not like some people say if you work at a desk, you can still sit with good posture because you're just typing you know, but when you're doing an art like nails and pedicures and stuff like that, it's there's just no way to do that.
0: Well, you also have to. I'm guessing. Well, I don't. I've never done nails, so but I can only assume that you also have to adjust to your client's posture, too, and how they what like hold their hand or feet or whatever. You know. Yeah.
1: Well, it's because yeah, you do because you want them. I mean, they're in a salon, you know, spa. So they come to relax and unwind. And the last thing they want to do is sit with good posture or reach over to you, which makes it 10 times harder now because of COVID regulations. We have those plexiglasses Mm. that separates us from the client. Therefore, it makes it even harder to reach your client.
0: Is that still necessary? I
1: don't know if it's necessary, um, but I think... It's just something that we do because you don't realize it, but how close you are to someone when you're doing their nails yeah. and when you're that close with COVID, it's kind of like, there's no way to be, you know, give me my personal space. Um, so I think a lot of the workers just feel just a tad bit safer whenever someone goes to like sneeze or cough out of the blue. Yeah.
0: When but they... to me, don't, don't y'all still wear nail masks? Or?
1: well we a lot of us wear masks yes but the customers don't yeah and so if you think about it if we are holding their hand like they had to let out a sneeze out of nowhere like it's gonna fly on you yeah. you know or a cough like it's they have no way to like quickly react to where they're coughing in their shirt or their shoulder some people will pull their hand back but a lot of people like it just kind of comes out
0: mm-hmm. and
1: so with the plexiglass thing a lot of the girls feel like at least it kind of protects you know, certain things from just flying on you. Yeah. Even though we do wear our mask, but customers don't like to wear their mask. Yeah. And we can't really say, hey, you have to wear this mask because it's not um you know, that has been lifted. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, and you had mentioned that, you know, you're the, pretty much the opposite of me that, you know, you try to eat, but you can't really necessarily gain weight or it's hard for you to put on more masks. So like throughout your years of adulthood or throughout your life as i guess did it bother you more w- w- if someone said oh you don't need to work out you're too skinny or or if they told you hey you need to eat more because you're too skinny um i
1: feel like it's the same Is it? um yeah because it's kind of like i mean it's it's different words or wording but it's like still the same concept so like when one person says you know you don't need to work out you're already skinny it kind of makes you feel like i guess if you can kind of take that as a compliment for usually it's always someone bigger than you that makes that comment Mm -hmm. so it's like they wish they were skinny but then when you hear like um oh you need to eat more because you're too skinny to me that does hurt a little bit more um, cause I, I can see where the other phrase can be taken as a compliment because a lot of people back then, um, not so much now because being thick, I guess it's in, but, um, but back then everyone wanted to be skinny, you know, like,
0: well, I guess, cause in a way that, that can be seen as, you know, more like envious, like, oh, I envy you because you are skinny. Whereas the other one is kind of like, you need to eat, you need they think you look too frail or something. Yeah. Right?
1: So that, yeah, I guess. So that I feel like if someone says you need to, like you need to eat more because you're too skinny or do you not eat? And um, that's like my most favorite thing is just like people always like, you're so skinny. Do you not eat? I mean, if I didn't eat, would I be alive?
0: <laughs> what? Or here's another one. What um, does it hurt more coming from a stranger, someone you're close to or your mother?
1: Wait, wouldn't my mother be someone I'm close to? Kind of I mean,
0: scene? but it's your mother, so it's like a different <laughs> tier of someone you're close to. That hurts more. Oh, it-
1: uh, I mean my mom's my mom. I'm used to it. She's <laughs> always negative, so it's whatever. <laughs> but I guess if I if, if I had to pick one, if it's between a stranger saying it or someone I'm close to, I would say someone I'm close to for the fact that if they're close to me they would they should know my situation. Mm. So I don't I don't I don't really think someone close to me would say that because they do know my situation. Yeah. Most people say it when they don't know me, you know. And right. so it comes more from strangers than it does someone close to me. Now, I guess what you're trying to ask really is not just my mom, but like older Asian people <laughs> tend to do that a lot.
0: They're very blunt and insulting and they don't yeah. think they are.
1: I mean, like if you're if you've gained weight, they're always gonna be like oh you you've gotten fat, you need to eat less, you know, but if you're skinny it's like, oh, you're too skinny, you need to eat more <laughs> um
0: there's not there's never a uh man, you looking really good
1: uh very rare um would you get that but surprisingly, I have gotten that from some of the older Asian ladies that used to say that I'm too skinny um but I also have to realize, like, they may see me once every three years.
0: I mean, you did put on a little weight. you kind of thick to me.
1: I lost it, though. You a lost two
0: pounds. Three. three. I was 120,
1: now 117. That's
0: like water weight. I got, like, 20 pounds of water weight in my belly.
1: That's beer weight, That's not carbs. water
0: weight. <laughs> well, yeah, we, and with our fitness journey, uh, there's two main things struggles for me really it's one going to the gym and then two eating quote-unquote clean and of course we all know that abs are made in the kitchen and in winter which is not true because winter is a cuddle season but (laughs) well what what do you think is more difficult for you to just go to the gym or to eat clean
1: probably go to the gym I don't think I have a problem eating clean because i i think i naturally have a taste for cleaner options i wouldn't say i eat clean compared to like an actual fitness you know like people who are into fitness yeah but um but i do have like better meal choices
0: Do do you think some of that was part of your your upbringing as well like because your mom always provided like Home cooked meals for you, and like didn't really take you to fast food or anything like that. Probably,
1: I mean, um, I mean, growing my yeah. mom didn't. I wouldn't say she cooked clean. Um, due to the amount of ingredients she used, yeah. is probably not healthy, but it's still better than eating
0: something processed. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: way better than eating a burger or French fries. Like we, if we ate anything fried, it would just be um, naked fry. You know, we didn't have batter. But most of the time, my mom always cooked some type of protein with vegetables. I'll whether say, it,
0: Most times when she fries something, it's always like fried fish or fried chicken. You know? Yeah,
1: but it's fried naked. It's not yeah. really battered. So you don't yeah. have that heavy, you know, extra fattening layer.
0: I'm just saying like it's still a good protein. Yeah.
1: Know? And she cooked mainly with like growing up. It's always just, I mean, sure, because it's cheaper too. Um, but the most protein we eat is mainly chicken and seafood so we get to eat a lot of fish and shrimp and crabs so those are not really fattening items
0: i feel like you could be a good pescatarian
1: i am a pescatarian
0: i mean but you like chicken that's not being a pescatarian though see i thought about that the other day i was like i wonder if i could be a pescatarian but i was like but i love chicken and steak and i don't think i could go forever without eating those two things
1: i can go without steak i don't really feel like I, I, don't, I don't eat steak that often um
0: you just made a comment the other day with amy's so i oh i want this what? the the steak tomato and cucumber thing
1: that's about like the only time i really <laughs> care for steak but um
0: steak and steak sauce
1: that's it's actually not my favorite uh, i eat okay. it but it's not something that i'm like oh i have to have it yeah um I, I mean, I like chicken because i that's all I eat is yeah. growing up, but I could live I feel like I could be pescatarian um, I mean, I probably would crave chicken here and there, but if I could have access to all the seafood I can get, I would probably <laughs> do it.
0: All the seafood you could get I feel like you would just, you would have to stay doped up on Benadryl if you did that
1: Only if I eat shellfish
0: Also, a little rewind, if those who to those who aren't cambodian or asian thank sauce is just like a fermented fish dipping sauce with chili peppers and probably what fish sauce and um
1: it's made with like herbs and yeah mint leaves
0: but you just cook steak on a grill and dip it in there and eat with rice or veggies or raw but for me it's like i can can go to the gym and um if, if it's just me or if i'm not i mean i hate to say it like if i'm not like trying to plan to go with you like if it's just me I I, I try to make time just to like hey I can wake up at this time and go but I think part of it for me this past two weeks of why I haven't been going to the gym was one I I feel like I haven't been feeling 100% but two it's also Ellie hasn't had volleyball and so I had no reason to wake up at seven o'clock or six o'clock you know to to take her somewhere or anything like that because if i had to you know i would just go to the gym right after i drop her off because there's no point in me coming home to sleep and then i have to work at you know either 10 or 3 o'clock or something like that you know so like if i'm up at 7 and i gotta take her somewhere then i might as well just go and uh of course for me it's always just i can't eat clean because i love carbs and and beer and pizza all those bad stuff I think part of that to me is too like how I was raised, like my parents stayed pretty busy and not saying that my mom and dad didn't really cook that many meals. I would actually say my dad probably cooked quote unquote cleaner than my mom because some of the stuff my mom cooked, she did use a lot of ingredients or like, you know, like her, uh, the favorite dish that I love hers was very fatty because she used, you know, pig feet and like, you know,
1: But I also feel like it's like uh, (laughs) filtering it because my mom cooks with fatty meat, but she filters it like she cooks it and then drains it to make sure all the fat comes out of it. And then she cooks with it.
0: My my mom was a pretty good cook, but if you know my mom, she's just lazy sometimes. (laughs) And I'm sure half the time when she's cooking something, she's watching like soap operas or something like that, too, so... On the topic of eating clean what's what's been my favorite meal prep that I've ever done for you
1: I can't even remember all the different ones, but i I like mainly the fish ones
0: okay that's um, funny because Ethan does too, and I think you and Ethan are kind of the same that you guys are kind of i mean he loves you know like chicken nuggets and stuff too, but he, he is kind of generally more attracted to healthier foods I guess because he like that was one of his favorite foods that I cooked too he's like I like the fish you made you know
1: as far as meal prep goes I think the reason why I like fish is because it doesn't taste dry mm. especially like days later being in a refrigerator because you know most people cook enough for it to last you know at least four to five days so that's probably why I like it as far as vegetables go for meal prep I always you know asparagus I like it. Um, I think there's that new vegetable melody thing that you bought. Yeah. The I haven't help. seen
0: it lately at Sam's there. Yeah. I saw it that one time I bought it, and now they don't have it anymore. All they have is just the broccoli and cauliflower thing. That's so was i like, we need to get a Costco card.
1: Well, I, I mean, growing up, we ate a lot of broccoli because my mom put it in, like, stir fry and stuff a lot. I think that's why, like, even me and my sister, you know, like, we always choose broccoli as one of our...
0: I vegetable. Love broccoli
1: too. Yeah. And cauliflower, I do like cauliflower too. Um,
0: There's a uh, conspiracy theory that says broccoli is not a real vegetable that the the government made it genetically. No. <laughs> do I you would, believe that?
1: I don't know. I don't do I don't, I don't I'm do just saying anything. have
0: you seen broccoli in a field? I don't think I have.
1: Did you ever look up on how broccoli is grown?
0: No, I, I don't. I haven't, but maybe we should, we should research this. Because now that I think, I was like, have you ever seen or heard of broccoli farms? I don't think so. This, this is a question that we need to investigate.
1: There are many trees. They're growing somewhere.
0: It's a vegetable. It doesn't grow in a tree.
1: I didn't say they're... People call them trees because oh. they look like it. Okay. I didn't say they were trees or grew from s- a tree.
0: It sounded like you were insinuating that.
1: No. I just say they. people call them trees. So then... I said they grow somewhere since they look like trees.
0: What's your main excuse for not staying on track?
1: On working out or eating clean?
0: Uh, just doing better in fitness in general.
1: Um, energy.
0: You as <sighs> a sleepy girl.
1: I like to sleep because I don't sleep well. So I always choose sleep over anything. And I don't sleep well because my body always hurts from what I do get a lot of body aches and it's hard to get comfortable so when you don't sleep good you don't have a lot of energy and then you work 10 to 11 hour a day and your body's just hurting you just I mean you just want to come home and relax so I'm not a morning person but working out in the morning would be more ideal because it kind of gets you going and I do like it when I do it but getting up is the hardest part
0: yeah, you're definitely not a morning person, and I—I I mean, I, for the most part, I don't think I am too. But I also can't stay in bed too long anymore. I wish I could, like, you know, our kids like don't even wake up until one, two o'clock now. But they ain't a surprise next week when they go to school. I'll tell you that.
1: Well, I mean, I don't really sleep in either because once I feel like I have so much going on, I can't lay there. Now, if I if I'm in bed sleeping, that's one thing, but. I'm going to wait. I don't really
0: lay in bed too long. Mine's kind of like, I guess almost similar to you. It's not necessarily like I'm tired, but it's like, sometimes you just want to do something that you enjoy doing. Not saying that I don't enjoy working out, but it's like, I don't have that many hours in a day. And yeah, I guess, you know, the hustle mentality that everybody wants you to do like, oh, if you got an hour to go, go work out, you got an hour, go read a book or something like that. But sometimes I just do want to just watch Netflix or catch up on a show or listen to music or a podcast or play games with my friends. You know, it's kind of like that of not having enough time to do everything I want to do is, is my thing. Yeah. And it's just choosing between what's "Quote unquote," more important to me at that moment.
1: Well, it's like working out for a lot of people. It's also a getaway. It is for you. I don't feel that way. Like I work out in hopes of to like improve my physical appearance and to help with the body pain. You know, I don't see going to the gym as a like stress relief, like it is for a lot of people. Yeah. To me, for
0: me right now, it is.
1: Yeah, and and to me, the reason why I get off track a lot because to me, my stress relief is to is read a book or watch a TV show
0: or clean your house and
1: clean my house. I love mm-hmm. to have my house clean, so it's it's to me that's that's more of a no. I wouldn't say cleaning house is relaxing but it's very rewarding
0: yeah continuing on gym on tiktok there's this guy called joey swolls and i don't think you've ever seen him but he's just like this real buff guy and uh, he people always send him videos or be like hey joey go get this guy and it's just other people in the gym shaming people and uh joey Swole stands up for these people that are getting shamed um so we will get into kind of like gym etiquette stuff like that. So I know you, you don't go often by yourself, but I know sometimes you do like, especially if our schedule schedules don't align up and you're like, Oh, I got some time. I'm going to go. Have you ever caught anyone staring at you while working out? Um,
1: I don't, to be honest, I really don't think so, but only for the fact that I don't really pay attention either. Yeah. You know, if,
0: I think you you're kind of almost like uh like Ethan in a way, um you guys are oblivious, oblivious to your surroundings a lot of times
1: yeah, we are it's yeah. a bad habit, but yeah i don't I should be more aware of as much crime t v as I watch,
0: yeah. but I don't and as fine as you are girl
1: you might think so that doesn't mean everyone thinks so
0: whatever I've never been called a a dill.
1: That's because it's not a
0: thing. Dad I like fuck. I know. It's totally a thing.
1: People don't go around saying DILF, though.
0: Yeah, true. They should. I'm making that a new category now. New new Pornhub category, DILF. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess my other question was, did it creep you out? But if you don't notice, then uh, it's not going to creep you out. Part of gym etiquette, too, is what people choose to wear and at the gym and um do you have a favorite thing to wear to the gym?
1: Not really. I do feel like when you dress cute, you feel like you want to work out. Guess. <laughs> like, I know some girls like to go in like oversized t-shirts and leggings or shorts or whatever, and it's cool. Like, it's fine. I wear it. I actually wear that as a daily thing. So when I go to the gym, I actually prefer to dress like I work out, if that makes sense. Like I'm not big on like I'm not crazy fit or anything and um, never have been. But um, I don't know. I enjoy the whole like, you know, crop top and leggings or sports bra and leggings or whatever. It's because I don't really wear those things in public, mm. but because they're gym clothes and for the most part the ones the stuff that I choose to wear it's pretty it's not really conservative, but it's not like I'm not half naked either. Like have, if I choose to the wear tight shorts. Yeah, if I, I do one or the other and I feel like it's still
0: Do you think if you were thick, like those the girls that do wear the tight shorts are more fit and or muscular, would you wear that?
1: Like I said, I was gonna. Do, I do one or the other. Mm. So if I'm gonna wear a more revealing top, like it, whether it's a crop top or just a sports bra, then I'm gonna wear leggings, mm. longer pants. But if I'm gonna wear shorts, then I would wear more covered up top, and that goes with my wardrobe in general. Yeah. You know, that's just how. Like I'm like you're not. I'm not gonna hang out from top and bottom. You know, unless I'm at the beach or something, yeah. but. For the most part, like that's always just been like that's like a fashion thing. Like you don't hang out top and bottom. If you choose to have your top out, then you wear a little bit more bottom, and vice versa. So I think even is that if just
0: I like a golden rule,
1: no, it's just kind of like.
0: Or is that just your rule?
1: No, it's not my rule. It's it's just a. I wouldn't say it's a golden rule, but it's not my rule either. It's it's, it's just a fashion rule. Like you don't. I mean, if you're in a mini dress, then that's different because that's just one piece of clothing. So, of course, you're going to hang out top and bottom. But for the most part, you know, like the rule of thumb per se, you know, to have like like a balanced fashion look, you always choose which one to reveal. Because if you think about it, when a girl wears a short skirt, her top is going to either be... A little bit more covered up or it could be like a long sleeve top but mm-hmm. the the skirt will be pretty short because you're there she chooses to show off her legs you right. know and then if she's wearing like longer pants or tight jeans or whatever you know it may be tight but it's still covering up her skin but her top might be out you right. know she might be showing more cleavage or something
0: do you think the size of the person um I guess how can I say it? Do you think how I guess the size of a person determines what is and isn't appropriate to wear in the gym, I guess, like you know, if someone bigger's got everything hanging out, would you be like, uh, you know, like she shouldn't be wearing that or do you think really it matters at all? Like
1: I feel like to me personally, um, whether you're big or small you should be able to wear whatever you want if you feel confident in it.
0: Yeah.
1: My only thing is, once again, big or small, just wear whatever you like, whatever. To me, you, sh- you should wear whatever flatters your body type. Right. So just because you're a bigger girl doesn't mean you can't wear revealing things. But there is like a certain style or a certain cut that might be more flattering, yeah. you know, for a bigger girl. Um, and just because you're skinny doesn't mean you have the right to hang out either because you could be intimidating someone who's trying to lose weight, you know? And even now, like I said, you know, back to how I dress, like I'm a skinny person and everyone's always like, if I had your body, I would be wearing this or I'll be wearing that. But to me, it's like, yeah, I'm skinny, but I feel like I don't want to hang out all the time, you know, like
0: do you feel intimidated by those girls that do i guess wear the short shorts and all the gym shark stuff and are like i guess lifting heavy and going hard or do you feel more motivated by those people?
1: yeah i wouldn't be i mean I, i'm not intimidated or jealous if anything like you said, i would be more motivated to be like oh dang i wish i could do that you know yeah. or like you know she's got you know nice legs or like she feels like to me because it's like when you have a good physique you wear anything and it's very flattering yeah um and it also you know but then it kind of goes back to like not everybody body type will look like that even if i had a more fit body that doesn't mean i'm gonna have bigger thighs or you know
0: i think that's one of the reasons why one of my favorite attire is a tank you know because I am bigger, uh, you know, upper body. Like I've always felt like I had decent shoulders and, you know, my arms are recently getting kind of big. So uh, when you do do arm day or something like that, you know, you get a nice pump going. You look yourself in those fake mirrors and you're like, dang, hey, look at that. I actually look Hot Boy sick. Summer? Yeah.
1: Or Fuck Boy Summer? What Was, it, was Kim Song calls it? Kim
0: Song calls it, <laughs> it Fuck Boy Summer. But I do not want to be a fuck boy because <laughs> that's... Uh, not a great term to me um, but you
1: want to be a dilf
0: yeah I don't want to be a fuckboy because fuckboy just seems like a douchebag I just want to be like seeing it like oh man that guy's very attractive I'd fuck him you know like I mean you. I feel like you, you'd have to be kind of lying if you didn't think or if you didn't want to other people would be like wow that person's very attractive I would totally sleep with that guy I guess it's just a confidence thing. People want to know that they're loved or wanted, you know? When I was in a gym, to be honest, like, I just, in a way, I kind of just recently got motivated by more physically fit guys. Or like, because most times I always go to the gym, like, oh man, that guy's, you know, he's a professional. He's been doing this. But here lately, you see anybody and everybody in a gym, and you see kids in a gym that are powerlifting and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, just here recently, I have been more motivated by, you know, more fit guys and more guys who are powerlifting. But, but back in the day, or even still now, really, like, I'm more motivated by the bigger person that goes to the gym, you know, like the more heavier person that goes. And but I, if I see that guy or girl going there consistently, and they're just, you know, working their, their tail off. And working out like you know every time like going hardcore or whatever like i'm like i'm motivated by motivated by them i was like all right brother like keep keep coming man like keep up the consistency and you know you're killing it or whatever you know like because they're you can tell or you know that they're trying to make an adjustment in their life you know Mm -hmm. i mean that's enough gym talk i feel like that may or may not have been boring for you guys but I guess in the end, as far as the gym goes, do you do you feel like you've made an improvement with your your fitness goals or your lifestyle? Or do you feel like it's just kind of like in the middle?
1: Um when I'm thinking about it, I feel like I'm just in the middle. I mm. don't feel like I've really made any like drastic progress. Um but sometimes when I look back at pictures, like, you know, even from like a year ago or even two years ago, I feel like my body has changed a lot. Not, I wouldn't say from fitness, but like just from aging, you yeah. know, like putting on weight and keeping on weight and keeping weight in certain areas, you know. And so, of course, that m- kind of motivates me to want to work out because right. it's kind of like, okay, you're not 20 anymore. And, hmm all these late night snacks and stuff is going to start sticking. Oh, but, trust um, me, I
0: know, they're sticking to me.
1: <laughs> but I feel like overall, I do feel a little bit more, and this is something I've always wanted to feel too. I mean, it's kind of silly, that it's like, like more womanly, I guess. You know, because I've always had a very teenager physique. And to most people, I still have a teenager physique because I'm very... I don't think so. You know, most teenagers are curvier than me. True. Nowadays, they got thick thighs and everything.
0: I think that's one area you have made an improvement on is your your booty. Your booty. Your glutes. I don't know why I said that weird. Your booty. But, yeah, you've been putting in work whenever you do go. So I think that's the the thing with you is that because you do stay pretty lean, it doesn't take too, too much for you to kind of get back at it and tone. For me I feel like I feel like I've been working out forever, and I haven't made no real progress. I feel like most times I just maintain, but I've always beat myself up about it, and I think i've just i've always bounced back between like wanting to be get like in super shape and just like maintaining or and enjoying life enjoying life
1: well i mean there's a there's a girl that we know um Miranda, yeah she. She was kinda in the same boat. Like she's been working out for years, on and off, which she did, you know, had some kids in between all that. Um but right now she's the most fit I've ever seen her.
0: She's crushing it.
1: Um, but it's because it's workout routine with proper diet. Yeah. And
0: but her her meal preps look really good. Okay,
1: well, that's because she's on a plan. And mm. that's something we don't know, right? So you just assume that because these people share that they meal prep and that they work out every day that, oh, you know, they definitely know what they're doing. But no, it took her, it took her signing up for this particular plan. I, I forgot what it's called. Diesel. Diesel yeah. Um, and in six months, it's when all of her results started showing.
0: Yeah. I want to sign up for that. Uh, my man crushes plan.
1: Yeah. I mean, my thing with plans is like or even with fitness period, it's expensive um but if if you follow it and you can get results, then it's worth it, you know yeah. but i I don't like it when people you know just like sign it for random things, hoping that they'll look good and then like pretty Confident much just throw or, the money away yeah. you know i I can't stand that it's just kind of like I don't mind people. Or even us, like, investing into to stuff like that. But if you're going to do it, then you need to be serious about it.
0: Oh. You know. To counter that, what? what about people who sign up for the gym but don't go a lot? Are you talking about me? I mean, you're in that category.
1: But it's $15. It's not $130.
0: I mean, it adds up, right?
1: Yeah. Same thing with you buying fruits and vegetables and just letting it rot away.
0: Guilty. But, you know, the, the thought's there.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so, All but right. these, these, those are like, you know, because <laughs> it's cheaper, you feel like it's fine. But right. most people are a little bit more dedicated when they have to pay a lot
0: for the it. The bananas was like a dollar.
1: You know how hard it is to earn a dollar?
0: Yeah, it is. Because that tip jar, don't ever get a dollar. Exactly. Um I also think though, I'm not making huge progress. I, I, like I said, I do use working out more for stress relief and uh, it definitely does help me all right that's pretty much our gym talk with roth and kenny this weekend we are we have a busy weekend this weekend where uh, our nephew is turning 21 and what do you do when you turn 21 drink legally which most times people who live down here go to the casino because you can gamble but Pretty sure that kid is broke. But another thing that we're doing is going to the cruises wedding. Who uh Slow Three and Marlon, they're getting married this weekend. Marlon was in our Marlon was on the podcast two episodes ago. So we're going to their wedding Sunday. Sunday. I think it starts at three. Um so there's gonna be lots of drinking this weekend. And um, I wanted to get you to say some kind words for Sothree if you have any. I'm not sure if you're going to make a speech or anything like that to her uh, at the wedding. So I'm giving you an avenue to do it now.
1: No, I'm too shy to do that. <sighs> no, here I don't mind. I'm talking about at the wedding. I highly oh. doubt it. Okay. I highly doubt it's going to happen Good. at the wedding. Too many people, and it's gonna to be too much going on.
0: And um, I, I couldn't even say nice words at my brother's wedding.
1: Yeah, well, you weren't very yeah, whatever. nice at the time.
0: <laughs> I was super, so re- super resting bitch face, Kenny.
1: Um, for so three, I don't know. Like, of course, I feel like she has such a big heart and such a good friend to yeah. all of her friends that I just
0: don't don't talk to the audience to so three
1: oh well so three even though you are ugly no I'm playing (laughs) (laughs) I know we kid around a lot but I just want you to know that I'm glad that our lives have crossed again because we've known each other a lot of people don't know this but we actually have known each other our whole life you know we grew up in the um Cambodian community so but we just recently, you know, became friends and I just I, I love how big your heart is and I love how much you try to make time for all of your friends, even though you have a variety of different groups that you have to please, um, but you make time for all of them in your own way. And I appreciate you always making time for me when I need it. I just want to congratulate you on your big day and bless you guys and that marriage that you guys will always work things through. Things will never always be easy, but you can always talk it out, be honest with each other, and um, just, I mean, just love hard, I guess, you know?
0: Very sweet. And don't be jealous of Marlon going to Hooters.
1: You know when they met, he was a manager. I know
0: he's told me. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to trump anything you just said by saying anything. So I wanted to give you that, that uh, moment. Uh, to say something nicer. Um, if you could tell Marlon anything, going into marriage, what would it be?
1: Um, I feel like Marlon and I are a lot alike. So Marlon, um, there's one advice I can give you it would be to open up more and learn to communicate your feelings because I am the same way. Uh, It took many years for Kenny to tear down my wall. And sometimes I still have it up, but I've learned that if you learn to talk about your feelings and discuss things that bother you sooner rather than later, that it will only help you grow not only as a person, but as a couple. I mean, like it just—I—I f- I forgot what I was even going to say, but it just kind of <laughs> makes you feel like, you know, stronger together. Yeah.
0: Well, I've been with you for almost twenty years, and even though you say I've broken down those walls, it's more like a jingle wall. So I'm just like I've—I've I've poked some pieces out. The, the wall hasn't completely crumbled yet, but I can—I can see in the house a little bit um, because I've taken those jingo pieces out and, uh, but I'm working on it. I think that's just always who you're going to be. And I think we've gotten a lot better at communicating and learning each other's love language, which is a big thing. Um, I just have to learn that sometimes you don't want to talk about shit and I have to be okay with that. My advice for Marlon really is, which I I think he knows this, but he just doesn't know how to address it. He he addresses it weird to so three because last time he's like, I think he I forgot which artist or band. Oh, he was I was like I was trying to reference Destiny's Child, and I was like, uh, so three is Beyonce, and you're like Kelly Rowland. Like Beyonce is gonna shine, but you also want to do your thing too. And he referenced someone else, and I was like, and he pretty much said the same thing. It's like the backup singer wants to be the star, you know? And uh, I think Marlon is right in that aspect of um, sometimes you, you, you do have to do things for yourself when you, or you, you do have to be taken care of. And you do have to, like, guys want to be catered to too. And you, you don't have to always be the one catering to the woman. So sometimes Marlon, just stick up for yourself.
1: I mean, I have some two cents on that, but but I don't I don't really think that Marlon doesn't get catered to because from what I understand, she she's pretty good with that. But I do feel like, you know, when he made that comment, it it does seem like maybe she is always in the um spotlight. In the spotlight, but that's because he also um Shows her off in that way, yeah. I guess. You know, and her, and her personality really shines in that way as oh. well.
0: Well, that, and, you know, he moved down here, so everyone is her friend, you know, for the most part, and he became friends with her friends, you know. Uh, okay, last thing. What's, if you had to give some advice to them going into their marriage, what, what's the number one thing? I thought we just did that. Oh, yeah, we did. Whatever. (laughs) Communicate. That is normal. Well, it it was advice to Marlon, but I guess that can go for both people.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I had to give so three advice and then Marlon advice. It's kind of the same thing. Mm. You should have just said as a marriage couple.
0: Okay. Well, you didn't give so three advice. You just said nice words about her. So.
1: I mean, it kind of goes both ways, but... (laughs) I have told her this actually a million times already but she claims she does communicate but some times he does not want to just like me That's see you so that's what i'm saying is like <laughs> it's more so for marlon than so three because i know that based on things that we have shared i know that he's the one having a harder problem like a not a problem but having a harder time communicating um, he prefers to, you know, keep it to himself, but some people feel like there's nothing to talk about, yeah. so then they just feel like, you know, that's why they're not communicating, because there's nothing to talk about, but yeah. clearly there is, because there's some tension there and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like we can dive.
1: Oh, I have one for her.
0: Yeah.
1: Be nicer.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> Be nicer to him.
0: I, yeah, I agree with that. Sometimes she does seem kind of feisty and mean towards him. and He's just,
1: just pulling out that whip.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he might like it. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he's into the Dom stuff. Um, Yeah, I feel like there's more that we could actually get into as far as marriage advice goes. Uh, especially with, with that last comment you made. But I think we'll wrap that up. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I always enjoy doing it with Roth, even though sometimes it can be like pulling teeth to get her on, too. But it's fun to, I guess, welcome you guys to our lives and uh, sharing our experiences with y'all. So um, if there's any a topic that you guys would love for us to discuss, just hit it up on the socials, the DMs, whatever, Instagram, friends of flavor as friends underscore of underscore flavor or we see baby. I got swag coming. I ordered some stickers. So look out for that. Um, I don't think I'll be charging anything for them. But if you want a sticker, holler. And um, don't forget to check on your friends. But more importantly, don't forget to check on yourself. Peace. Bye.